Hello, hello, and welcome back to another installment of Advance Your Wealth with Homer Smith. I'm your host and moderator, Ryan Ruff. Of course, we've got Homer standing by. He'll be joining me momentarily. But look, first and foremost, we want to take a quick moment to say thank you to our audience, of course, for jumping aboard today's episode, whether that be live with us on Facebook, on the live stream, or even after the fact, through a podcasting platform or video platform, all the same. We appreciate you guys supporting the show and jumping aboard with us for today's conversation. Now, in that same vein if you are joining us on the facebook live stream today please take a minute drop a comment or a question below as we're going through our conversation today you know homer and i are going to be unpacking a a cool conversation surrounding charitable giving today if there are any questions that jump up from you guys we'd love to you know see them here so drop a comment beneath the video player there homer and i will carve out some time towards the end of the episode to address those questions comments and concerns but before we bring homer out also i want to give you a little update as to what we're going to be chatting about today you know as you've probably heard in prior conversations, Homer incorporates a lot of charitable giving into the overall wealth plans that he builds with his clients. You know, charitable giving can be beneficial in a new, you know, countless different ways. And we're going to kind of be going through really a a charitable planning primer, some of these strategies that Homer relays to his clients on a regular basis. That's really going to be the basis of our conversation today. And as you know, we've talked about charitable giving. We've talked about how it has a place within wealth planning as a whole, but today we're really diving into deep into just this topic. So that being said, let's go ahead and bring Homer out to get today's conversation rocking and rolling. Homer, how are you doing today? Good to see you this afternoon. I'm well. Likewise, Ryan. Yeah, always good when we get together and, and you know get to kick off a conversation. And uh, today, yeah, we're going to be focused on charitable giving. So Homer, to get our conversation started on the right foot, you know, walk me through a little bit of just this idea of, of charitable giving. You know, is this a topic that you find in your dealings with clients that, or maybe even prospective clients at that, that are they're asking you about? Do you find that they're all often like ahead of the curve on this and, you know, proactive and asking you about some of these things? Charitable giving is definitely a big topic of our client base and, you know, and not just our client base, but, you know, I think the world in general is becoming a bigger and bigger topic for, for affluent individuals. We look at Steve Jobs, who always talked about making a dent in the universe. And what we know from working with our clients, it's one of the top five key money concerns that they have around charitable giving. And they're looking for how do they get started? You know, how do they optimize that plan? How do they do better with what they're currently doing today? And and what we know, even from surveys of very successful business owners, over 70% of them are looking to build their wealth so they can have a more meaningful impact on the charities and organizations they care about the most. So it definitely is an important topic that our top clients are thinking about. So Homer, then in that same vein, how does wealth planning ultimately fit into this desire for the affluent to give back to a, an organization or a cause that they support? Where does where does wealth planning as a whole fall into this idea of charitable intent? Yeah, I think like most things in life, you know, the best laid plans lead to the best outcomes and, and charitable giving is no different. So, you know, sometimes charitable giving can be a very simple, you know, just writing some checks uh, type of a, a strategy. But if you're going to get into the more complex charitable giving strategies where you're making large lifetime bequests, 
it gets pretty complicated. And so you need to take into account your entire wealth picture and all of the things you have going on uh, to make sure you're doing the right thing. And so you need to think about the tax planning that's going to be involved, the estate planning components of it. You know, how are things organized? You know, how is the business structure uh, taken into account if, if gifting is going to get involved? So really to get the best results, you need to look at it from a holistic point of view. And oftentimes the solutions are going to involve pretty complex tax or, or legal uh, structures and uh, pretty complex financial solutions. So again, taking into account your entire picture uh, really is necessary as part of that. So Homer, I think anybody that's watching or listening to us right now and they're thinking, okay, sure, I've actually got some causes that I'm interested in my own. I've got maybe some some change that I'd be willing to, to donate and to you know help make an impact on. That's that's great. There's the first step, really. But then given all the complexities that you just mentioned, what is what should be somebody's first step in trying to take that, you know, initiative head on and, and really utilize this as a strategy, you know, in their wealth plan, but also, you know, as an effective means of giving back to something that they care about? Yeah, great question. I mean, philanthropy can really take a number of forms. And, you know, there's many ways to accomplish the charitable giving efforts uh, that you might that you might have. And so, you know, in general, uh, charitable gifts provide a lot of benefits. You know, it, it can provide ongoing financial benefits to you on top of the tax deductions that you get for it. So, you know, these these components were specifically put into the tax code to encourage some of this charitable giving. So really our role is helping really understand the goals of our client and how charitable giving fits in and then helping them understand the landscape that's out there for charitable giving and all of the options that will be available to them and really helping them match up the, the strategies that are available with their intent. Roger that. So Homer, I'd love to kind of take a deeper dive into all of this now and explore some of these foundational methods of planned charitable giving. So when you're meeting with your clients and you're going through this process and talking about some of these methods, what, what do they look like and how do you go about that conversation? Yeah, I mean, charitable giving it really is dependent on their goals as we, as we spoke to earlier. And so, you know, Oftentimes, you know, they might want to have some complex strategies right off the bat. They've got some big goals that they want to accomplish, and we need to roll up the sleeves and start bringing in the big guns right off the bat. But, but a lot of times, it could be as simple as just making a bequest through your will. So you have a charity or multiple charities that you really want to support, and you can simply name them in your will with a specific dollar amount, and your executor at your passing will make sure through the probate process that those charities are, are taken care of. And there's lots of benefits to that kind of giving. Number one, it's really flexible, so you can change that uh, situation at any point while you're still living, and you're not giving up control and use of those assets uh, until you know until you're passing as well. So it's a really flexible way to get started, very simple and very easy to execute. Gotcha. Okay. Now let's take it a step further aside from that foundational approach to this process. Are there any next level strategies that, you know, you might have in your conversations with clients that do want to take that next step and, and, you know, maybe dip deeper into the charitable giving process? I think for, for clients who are looking at, uh, and individuals who are looking at wanting to make some more ongoing gifts. So prior to, to death, um, as well as if they're running into some significant income tax problems, one of the most popular vehicles we're seeing gain a lot of traction right now is donor advised funds. And donor advised funds themselves are technically a, a charitable organization. A, um, uh, it allows for you to take the entire uh, charitable deduction when you gift into the donor advised fund. 
Your funds are then invested in pooled investments like mutual funds and diversified. And then you get the timing over time to be able to dole out those gifts to the charities that you intend. So you, you might be in a situation from a tax perspective where you want to make a significant gift now for the tax benefits of it, but you're not 100% sure all of the charities you want to benefit and how much at one time. So the donor advised fund provides that flexibility where you can get all of that gift in at one time, get all of the, the tax benefits for it, and then have time to figure out exactly how you want to spread out those gifts to the charities over time. Got it. So I hear you on the donor advised funds, Homer. So it, let's take it even a step further beyond that to maybe even a higher level of charitable giving or a more advanced option. Is there any options for these types of individuals that really are approaching this true philanthropist status, if you will? Uh, you know, anything like on the on the trust end of things, anything like that? Yeah, I think there's there's a number of trust structures that you could employ for charitable giving as well as private foundations. So, you know, in, on the trust structure, charitable trust structure, there's two ones that are the most common. Uh, the first one is a charitable remainder trust, and that's where you make a gift to the charitable trust and you receive an income benefit uh, back from that trust for your lifetime or for a specified period of time. And at the end of that period, the charity gets the remainder gift uh, of that uh, of that trust. Uh, on the flip side, a charitable lead trust is kind of the opposite. So you make the gift to the trust and the charity receives an income benefit for your lifetime or for a specified period of time. And then you receive the remainder benefit back or your state does or your heirs do. And so those are becoming you know, very common, very popular uh, structures for providing charitable giving. And then finally, you know, to move even further up the complexity ladder and one that a lot of people look into is doing a private foundation. And a private foundation it adds a lot of complexity, a lot of regula regulations to it when you do it. And it's typically one family uh, or one individual who wants to make significant charitable gifts to multiple organizations over time. You can create a structure through the private foundation and uh, there are requirements around it. So it's similar to a donor advised fund where you can uh, spread out the timing of the gifts. But you typically have a requirement of a minimum of 5% of the, of the value of the private foundation must be given out to, uh, to charities each year. Uh, so those are, those are some more of the complex structures that we can uh, put into place. Got it. Well, Homer, we've thrown a ton at our audience in terms of these different strategies that are in place for charitable giving. So let's say somebody's in the audience here. They like these different options that they're hearing from you, but they want to take that first step and, and kind of just get some further guidance on this process. Who should they turn to for some of these conversations to get that ball rolling? I think that really depends on the level of complexity they're looking to put into their charitable giving. So if they're looking at simply doing some uh, bequests through their will, you know, they might be able to simply do that on their own, you know, although I wouldn't recommend that, you know, we've often times seen mistakes made, but at the very least involving a good estate attorney uh, will be able to accomplish that first level of plan giving. As you move up the complexity curve, as you move into the donor advised fund, as you move into some of the charitable trusts and private foundations, I think it's really important that you bring in uh, some top wealth managers who have a lot of experience in the charitable giving space. There's also a lot of uh, trust and estates attorneys and CPAs. Make sure you don't make mistakes or, or miss opportunities to you know, really optimize the giving that you're doing. Sure. So, so Homer, let me ask you this then. What do you say is or what do you believe really is the most important aspect of charitable planning that you want your clients to not really forget about, to make sure they keep in mind when they're going through this process and they want to give back? Is there is there an aspect that always jumps to the top of your mind that you always say, hey, now don't forget about this as we go through all of everything together? 
Yeah, I think when it comes to philanthropy, you know, the, the charitable intent really has to come first. You know, uh, while charitable gifts can produce substantial financial and tax benefits, if giving to the charity is not really the most important concern, there's other vehicles, other strategies that we can put in place that are more likely to better accomplish the goal of simply reducing taxes uh, is what you're focused on. But if you really are focused on the charity, you know, putting some of these structures in place, uh, focusing on some of these causes that are dear to you, uh, charitable giving, making bequests, uh, these are things that can truly make a difference uh, in the world and for these causes that you care about. So, but really it has to be about the charity, about the organization that you want to be focused on. I hear you there, Homer. And Homer, from a personal standpoint, you know, in your your dealings with clients and what these conversations look like, how does it feel? Like, you know, what does that look like to the from the client's perspective to be able to know that they can not they they can you know get two benefits with one strategy. You know, they get to help the the organization or the cause that they want to support. And they can, you know, utilize and harvest those those tax mitigation strategies through this charitable giving. What's it like for for the individual that's going through that process for the client? You know, in terms of just a, a I guess, a pure satisfaction standpoint, really. Yeah, it's it's a really big deal, and and partly because you know, as we mentioned in one of the first questions, a lot of our clients have a large charitable intent, and they're looking to build their wealth so that they can make a bigger. Uh, uh, dent on the world, you know, with that, but a lot of times they're worried about doing it and not being able to achieve their own personal goals. You know, are they going to be okay? Are their family going to be okay first? And the beauty of charitable giving, if done right with the right structures, we can actually solve a lot of these goals with, with combining charitable giving into it. We, we can take care of some of their uh, retirement needs. We can take care of uh, a lot of their estate planning needs, and we can even take care of some of their asset protection needs and, and tax planning needs. And so involving charitable giving uh, and looking at it, again, from that holistic approach uh, is really able to solve for multiple goals. And then to your point, what, because they have that intent and they're really wanting to make that difference in the world, once they're able to accomplish that, knowing they're going to be okay, it is. It's that it's that feeling of of uh, not just relief of knowing that they're able to be okay themselves, but really the sense of accomplishment that they're going to be able to take care of causes that are really important to them, uh, groups, organizations that have done meaningful things in their lives or the lives of their children or their parents, and now they're able to provide meaningful support to them. It's it's a big deal to them. Yeah, I can only imagine that that overwhelming sense of satisfaction on so many different levels when going through a process like this. And despite the complexities that may be involved, there are resources available for help. You know, the, that seems to be a recurring theme on this show is, yes, while Homer and I, you know, while we dive into these complex strategies that are surrounding wealth planning, there's there's help, there's assistance, there's true professionals right around the corner that are able to, you know, lend a helping hand. So speaking of which, Homer, if somebody's here in our conversation today and they're, they're interested in looking you guys up and you know pursuing a conversation with you and your team how should they best go about reaching you yeah the easiest is our website is convergentwealth.com uh, or you can email me directly homer at convergentwealth.com we're, we're definitely here to, to be able to help you take that holistic view of your overall picture bring a virtual family office approach where we're able to you know take the best ideas from all across the globe really now and and make sure that you're getting the the most sophisticated best solutions that are going to help you achieve your goals so happy happy to talk to anybody who's interested in that 
Alrighty. Well, Homer, I really appreciate you carving out some time out of your busy day to, to jump on and talk charitable giving with us. And I have a feeling that we just might uh, not be done with this topic and we'll be you know, bringing up charitable attend in episodes to come. Absolutely. Alrighty, and look, we want to take one final moment here to say thank you to our audience for jumping aboard today's show. If you liked what you saw, you liked what you heard, please feel free to comment on the show, subscribe to it on whichever platform you're checking us out on, and then, of course, share this information with friends and family. At the end of the day, these conversations are meant for you. They're meant to provide those insights into Homer's world of wealth planning, and we've got a lot of great conversations teed up for you that we would hate to have you guys miss out on down the road. So for Homer Smith, I'm Ryan Ruff. We're saying so long today and we thank you so much for joining us on today's edition of advance your wealth surveys from succession business owners come from ceg worldwide llc telephone survey conducted in q1 2016 of business owners each with one million dollars or more in financial assets originally published by russ allen prince and john j bowen jr becoming seriously wealthy aes nation 2017 all opinions expressed by Homer Smith are solely Smith's opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Integrated Wealth Concepts, LLC, Integrated, or its parent company or affiliates and may have been previously disseminated by Smith on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed by Smith as a specific inducement to make particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of his opinion. Smith's opinions are based on information he considers reliable, but neither Integrated nor its affiliates and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. Smith, Integrated, its affiliates and or subsidiaries are not under any obligation to update or correct any information provided. Smith's statements and opinions are subject to change without notice. Past performance is not indicative of future results. Neither Smith nor Integrated guarantees any specific outcome or profit. You should be aware of the real risk of loss in following any strategy or investment discussed by Smith or anyone else. Strategies or investments discussed may fluctuate in price or value. Investors may get back less than invested. Investments or strategies mentioned on this website or in the show may not be suitable for you. This material does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. You must make an independent decision regarding investments or strategies mentioned by Smith. Before acting on information you hear, you should consider whether it is suitable for your particular circumstances and strongly consider seeking advice from your own financial or investment advisor. Investment advice offered through Integrated Financial Partners, a registered investment advisor. Integrated Financial Partners provides investment advisory services through several doing business as names. The information in this material is for general information only and is not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Integrated Financial Partners does not provide legal, tax, mortgage advice or services. Please consult your legal tax advisor regarding your specific situation.